Hola bonitas, hola guapos, and welcome to the very first episode of the I Do Guru. My name is Mariana Moreno, and I am a nutritionist slash lifestyle coach, as well as a rising entrepreneur. And as of September 2019, a break to be. But I guess if you're technically speaking... <laughs> I am also a COVID-19 bride since my fiancé and I got married this past May. Every week, we will be getting new content that will be filled with nutrition and fitness topics, as well as meditations, affirmations, and we will also have the opportunity to bring some of the most influential and up and rising trendsetters of the wedding planning industry, which I am so stoked about since our big religious wedding had to be postponed until 2021. So along with you, bride-to-be or groom-to-be or fiancé, whatever your status is right now, I will get to go along with you in your journey of planning and until your big I do day. So with that being said, let's dive right in. And before we talk about uh, nutrition and diets, I would like to talk a little bit more about my background, just so you guys are a little bit more familiar with who the I do guru is. Like I mentioned, my name is Mariana. I am American, but my family is Mexican. My mom used to come to the U.S., have us, and then go back to Mexico, and that's where we would grow up. Um, my older sister and my brother basically grew up all their lives in Mexico, and I was the only one that at age five uh, had to move back here to California. And yeah, so I am basically a native San Diegan and I am super proud to be here from San Diego as well as that um, San Diego pride. <laughs> um, anyways, growing up and having a mom who is Mexican, um, I, I grew up with this diet culture and always having somebody be on a diet whether it was my mom or my sister or an aunt or my grandmother somebody was always on a diet so the most natural thing was that as soon as I started to understand what weight was and sizes being important I immediately always tried to diet when I was a little kid I was pretty active then as I grew up I started to lessen my activity until the moment that I got to high school that I actually joined academic decathlon and a couple other extracurricular activities that really required a lot of my attention. So I stopped being physically active for a really good period of time and I think I gained about 15 or 20 pounds. I can't really remember the exact amount but I just remember it was this huge amount of weight that I had put on. My skin was dull and emotionally I was not always at my best point. So when after 11th grade I went into my senior year 
lost some weight, started feeling better, but still I wasn't really conscious of the importance of nutrition and really feeding our bodies, our mind and our soul and living mindfully. So when I lost the weight, um, we, I, I went on through my senior year, graduated, and my parents actually moved away. Instead of me as a kid moving away for college, it was vice versa. My parents moved away and I had the whole college experience where I didn't really know how to cook, so I would always eat out. Again, I always felt kind of crummy, never felt, wow, I am filled with life kind of attitude. And I started college, and a little bit into college, I decided to study psychology. In one of my psychology classes, uh, I was in abnormal psychology, I was studying eating disorders. And when I was studying eating disorders, I immediately fell in love and had this connection with nutrition. And even though I was quite far along with the psychology associate's degree, I decided that psychology wasn't for me, that if there was anything that was for me, it was probably going to be nutrition. So I did a whole 180 degree um, turnaround and I started nutrition. And while studying nutrition, my father did end up getting a little bit sick. So it was just another factor that really pushed me and motivated me to keep on going with the nutrition industry. Halfway through uh, my college, I decided to go to Mexico where my parents were living at that time. And I had decided that I was going to move to Mexico and not come back because, again, since I wasn't feeling amazing, I felt like I needed a change of environment and I felt like San Diego wasn't it for me. So when I did move to Mexico for a couple of months, I went with the attitude of finishing up my university, my college years in Mexico, and then maybe at some point coming back. However, to much of my surprise, I ended up coming back within two months because school was starting back up in San Diego and I was faced with a decision of either staying over there or coming back to San Diego. And I decided that coming back to San Diego would be the smartest thing. But while I was in Mexico, I had this big ambition and this big lessons that I had to go through, which not only healed my soul my and my mind it also healed my body and it also healed the way that I was eating and how I was actually listening to my body so that was pretty pretty cool when I came back to much of my surprise I had people asking me oh my gosh what did you do to yourself you are glowing girl and I was like yes girl thank you Even though I had no idea and I would get these comments constantly that I had done this radical change and I didn't really understand what people were talking about, it took me a couple of months to actually process it and realize that not only the change that I had done in my foods 
I was eating so much healthier. I was incorporating whole foods, uh, really organic, and just really clean foods. Not everything was organic, but I was eating pretty clean. And I also just started to listen to my body. And I just, I hadn't really understand everything that had changed. I just knew that things were changing, but I wasn't really conscious and aware of those changes. But as time passed by and the years went by, I actually started to learn a little bit more of what was going on and all of that process that happened and that took place. Throughout the podcast, we will be talking about these changes that I went through and I want to share them with you. So if you're going along these changes, uh, since most of the brides and grooms want to be at the best um at their best point of whether it be weight, uh, physical strength, you just want to be looking your best on your wedding day. I totally get you. And we will be going over this journey that I went through in order to help you succeed and arrive not only to your wedding day, but to all of the years you have ahead with your fiance, with your bright uh, bright to be or with your groom to be so you're always feeling your best and yeah but anyways um after I uh, started studying nutrition I then met the love of my life (laughs) Jesus Uh, we actually met in Costco but that story is of course for a later episode since I don't want to bore you guys, but that was actually a quite fun story. Anyways, um, in September of 2019, we got engaged, and I it was a complete and shock surprise for me. I was not expecting him to propose or anything because I had engraved it in my mind that he wouldn't propose until 2021 since that's what he kept on telling my cousins my friends my family everybody anyways we got engaged back in september of 2019 like i said and what was supposed to be this really amazing feeling of being on cloud nine and feeling like oh my gosh i am the luckiest girl in the world and i am a bride and having this fairy tale like feeling as well as a movie like feeling did not happen so i had expected to feel like when i went wedding dress shopping to feel oh my gosh i would know right away and i would feel like a princess with every single dress that i tried on unfortunately or fortunately that's not how i went <laughs> And to many friends that I have now, I tell them when they get engaged or if I know that they're engaged, hey girl, you know what? I know how they make it seem in the movies. It just, it doesn't go like that. Maybe it will go like that for you, but it doesn't always go like that. And if it doesn't, do not panic. Just take this time and really enjoy it and be present and be there with your fiance. So yeah that's a little bit about who the i do guru is and one of my biggest goals and i guess what drives me to do this podcast 
is that desire to tell you whether you are right to be a groom to be a bridesmaid or part of the groomsman's team is that it's okay to not always be okay but it's very important that we are able to go into this journey with an optimistic look outlook on what it is and learn how to not only fuel our bodies our minds and our soul with in nutrition meditation affirmations uh, whatever spiritual type of work you want to do uh, we want to learn and i want to really teach you the process of getting to your big day really really happy but really at peace with yourself and not only that big day but the next morning and the rest of your lives so that when you start a family when you start your little bubble you are able to start it off as healthy and as good as possible so with that being said let's dig in and start talking about nutrition and diet if you are still here and listening on the podcast we will be talking for approximately eight to ten minutes about what nutrition is and diet just so that we start off on a lighter note and next week we will begin our first meditation slash affirmation podcast so when it comes to nutrition and diets and if we want to begin with diets we just think of the word diet and we automatically tell ourselves oh my gosh i can't have this i can't have that i can't do this i can't do that i can't go out with my friends i can't to get take out dinner this and that so immediately the psychology behind this word it's so heavy because we really deprive ourselves and prohibit ourselves from thinking that what we're about to do or the journey that we're about to start is actually healthy and so we just automatically it becomes this very negative thing or at least for more many people it can feel like ah, it's just gonna be a boring and tedious process but i have really good news for you it does not have to be tedious nor boring nor ugh. <laughs> um like I mentioned, I'm a nutritionist, so I get to teach people on how to actually take the word diet, throw it into the trash can, and introduce your new word instead of diet. It is your lifestyle, and that is where the coaching lifestyle part of this comes into play. So you probably heard of all these diet words like the keto diet, uh, becoming vegan, plant-based diet, uh, the Atkins diet, South Beach diet, uh, pyramid scheme diets. I was even in a pyramid scheme diet. I think during high school, I lost a little bit of weight, um, and I had to eat these like astronaut-like foods, which ugh, ugh, were horrible. And I think I lost weight not because of the food that it had but because I just I despised eating and would rather not eat or skip a meal if I could because the food was just ugh, plain disgusting 
But anyway, so we'll dig into that later on. Going back to topic, there's all these types of diets. Not only do we see them growing up with our moms, aunts, grandmothers, sisters, uh, friends, best friends, girlfriends, whatever. We're always seeing it out there and with our loved ones. But we also see it when it comes to the media. Whether it be uh, Instagram influencers, social influencers, YouTubers, uh, famous people. Everywhere we look, there's always some type of diet or some type of perfect body that we need to have and with apps now allowing us to contour our bodies and paste those as um, a six-pack on our pictures and have us reveal almost everything sometimes it can feel overwhelming and I really want to help you understand that nutrition doesn't have to be overwhelming or boring it can actually be pretty fun So, during this episode, uh, we will be talking and just giving you quick tips on how to make your day more nutritious and what to look for. So, yeah. Biggest things. It's all about eating the rainbow. So, when you're trying in the mornings or in lunch or dinner, whatever type of meal you are preparing... Make sure that you're eating the rainbow. What I mean by eating the rainbow, I don't mean to eat Skittles. I really mean trying to eat and incorporate different color veggies and or fruits. Um, so we always want to have some type of green, red, yellow, purple, uh, and white vegetable or fruit in our plates. And really eat as colorful as we can. But not only do we want to eat the rainbow, we also want to make sure that whatever vegetables and fruits we're eating, we're always eating some type of tree. And you may be like, what? How am I supposed to eat a tree? So if you think about what composes a tree, it's the roots, the tree trunk, the leaves, and its offsprings. So we always want to, uh, when we're preparing our dinners, lunches, etc., Always look at your plate and see, okay, do I have some type of root, uh, whether it's a fruit, vegetable, etc. Do I have something that has a, a stem? So if you think about a celery or kale or broccoli. So in a broccoli, you have your trunk and then you have the little leaves. So that would be the trunk and the leaves of the tree. And then you also want to always incorporate some offspring. So think about the apple on the tree. That would be considered the offspring or tomatoes. And then we need to talk about portions. Even the portions will come in a later episode to really explain how to get your portions. Making sure that we eat our portions is very important because when we eat with our portions, we are honestly able to eat as freely as we want. And when it comes to having that social part of dieting and that social part of your weight loss journey, you actually start converting this type of nutritious lifestyle into a healthier one because you understand what your portions are. One of the biggest lessons that I have for my clients when they walk in and do either at the office or we do our face to uh, FaceTime sessions I tell them, okay, 
the easiest way we can go about it is if you go out to have dinner, follow these next instructions. Always share your plate whenever possible. So with big chain restaurants, when we go, we are served this huge amount of food and this huge plate. If you're going with somebody, try to always share the plate. And if you can't share the plate because maybe you don't know that person or that person wants their own food, then it's okay. Just have half the meal and take the rest home for later. Whether it be later at night or the next day, try to just not eat it in one sitting. And when you're out in the restaurant and asking for food, always try to actually ask for a whole entree so you always want to have some type of protein your carbs and most of your plate you wanted to have your vegetables and fruits and a side of a healthy fat another tip that i want to give you guys during this episode is grocery shop so just a quick little tip whenever you're going grocery shopping or if you're making your grocery list try to make your list try to do your shopping around the perimeter of the store now you may be wondering why do i want to shop the perimeter of the store it's as simple as usually the food that we find there is healthier there you'll find more whole foods they're more nutritious and yes they will expire more quickly but that's always better than having a food that is more processed than not. Um, if you are going to be shopping in the center of the store, try to lessen the products you buy from that part of the store just because they do have longer shelf lives, which usually mean that they have a little bit more sugar or salt that they should have. But anyways, if you will be picking and choosing some stuff, from the middle of the store then do yourself a little favor and turn the food item around and let's look at the nutrition label so just a quick little tip a quick little lesson for those of you that have not read nutrition labels that much before or just aren't really informed of yeah you know what what they are but don't really know what they mean well usually the first three to five ingredients is usually what the food item is mostly composed of so if you see any type or form of sugar salt it usually means that that's the majority composition composition of the food item and we would like to try to avoid eating too much salt or too much sugar so if it does have that just put it back and let's keep them searching for another alternative now with my clients i usually tell them choose an item that has 10 to less ingredients and believe me 10 is actually quite a lot the less items it has on that nutrition label the better and the healthier it usually is but if you really want that food item and it has 10 Let's choose it, but before it gets to your grocery cart, let's read the ingredients. Now, can you say all of the ingredients? Do you know what every single ingredient on that list is? Now, if you answered yes, and you know that they are whole foods, okay, let's take it. That's okay. It has 10 whole foods. But 
if it has some type of food coloring or a word that you don't even recognize or just something that sounds kind of weird then just put it back i can guarantee you more times than not it's something that is more processed and not healthy for your body my last tip for the day is to make sure that you're drinking plenty of water now you may be wondering so how much water do i really have to be drinking well if you take your body weight in half if you weigh yourself in pounds that's around how many ounces you want to shoot for every day now if you get to the ounces of half of your body weight and you're like hey still thirsty can i drink more water yes of course go ahead drink more water the more the merrier as long as you're feeling well and not only is drinking water beneficial to your fitness journey to your weight loss journey it also helps curb your appetite it will end your cravings so sometimes and this usually happens more often than not we get these cravings that we want something sweet something salty but we just ate so we're like huh am i really hungry or am i actually thirsty and i need to hydrate but i don't really know i always advise my clients try drinking a bit of water If you're still hungry, if your stomach is still going like, ah, I need food, then go ahead and try to get some healthy type of snack in. But again, try to drink water, try to get to that amount in ounces of water, and your body will really appreciate it because our organs, our skin, every single part and inch of our body needs that water in order to keep on going, keep surviving, and keep functioning and doing the amazing things that our body does. Anyways, that is it for today, everybody. And thank you again so much for listening to the first episode of the I Do Guru. I really hope you tune into our next podcast episode where we will be doing a meditation and affirmation. Just a little pre-journey before we actually get to the fun part of this weight loss journey and really start learning and really start applying it to our lives. Whether you have a month, three months, five months, ten months, how much ever time you have until your big day, let's work on it together, let's reach our goals, and let's keep on motivating each other. For now, have a wonderful day and talk to you soon. Bye-bye.